Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today we're going to be playing our Apocalypse World campaign. This is Verdant Mountains, Episode 6. Um, first of all, let's uh, introduce one another. Then we'll do highlight each other's stats, and then we'll do first session moves, and then we'll actually start the game. So, who are we starting with? Whichever one of you has the most luscious beard. Uh, I guess that's me. I mean, it could be up for debate, but I, I'm going to go with me. Uh, I'm Alex. Uh, you might know me from Ragnar Rock. And uh, tonight I am going to be playing Canteen Ayazama. He is the leader of the Aquifer of the Soul. He is a water bearer. Uh, he is a man with ornate wear, a strong face, watchful eyes, and a mended body. He wears a gold toga, sandals, and an ornamental chain. That's sort of his signature of uh, his sign of office. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, small vials of water tied to the chain, which all come from the source, which he can use for some like first aid stuff and whatnot. Cool. Next. Ryan. I guess I will go next. Second Sorry. best beard. Go. I was looking for the uh, I was looking for the mute button. Uh, hey everybody, I am Ryan. Uh, you might also know me from Ragnarok. I have appeared on all but three episodes. Um, <clears throat> I am going to be playing Saffron, the Maestro D. Uh, Saffron is transgressing. Um, he wears vintage wear, and now all my um, fields just disappeared on me, so I'm going to do this from memory. He wears vintage wear. Uh, he has a, a porcelain face. He wears a, um, a porcelain tragedy mask, um, curvy body, and precise hands. And he owns and operates a sex theater run off of an old riverboat. Uh, so think like... Um, part Shakespearean theater and part brothel. Because those <laughs> things go together. Exactly. Um, I'm Brandon. You do not know me from Ragnar Rock because I'm not on Ragnar Rock. I am I playing... Uh, uh, uh. Uh, You've been on Insert Quest here a fair bit, though. Yes. Um, I'm playing Ozair, the savvy head. And... Um, she's ambiguous, he's ambiguous, they're ambiguous. I usually use she because it just would get stuck in my head. Um, she wears coats with some garbage on them. Most of it's probably ripped off since she fell on a garbage trap the last time and rolling around in the mud. She's very mm -hmm. pretty and she's very slight. She is the savvy head. She can fix things. But she seems to break things more than she's ever fixed anything. Except for a portable DVD player. Cool. That's cool. all. Let's highlight some stats. Let's do our history. Uh, In beard order, or...? Sure. Same order as before. Okay. Alright, well, Ozair and Saffron are both at plus one, so you two could fight to the death. For who gets to highlight my stat? You do it. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's highlight your cool. All right, already highlighted. 
All right. And a same deal. You guys are both at history plus one, so get to the fight and to the death. Uh, you do it, Do you want to take it again, or should I do it? You do it. All right. Uh, Ryan, you can highlight... Uh, hi, uh, well, let's see. You did something... Uh, I'm going to say highlight your cool as well, because I have a feeling you might be doing things under fire tonight. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, can you use your hot under fire instead? Um, I think, I think yeah, I use my uh, hot when I'm going aggro, as long as I've got my scissors. Uh, so, yeah, highlight your cool. Okay. For when you do something under fire, inevitably. Or yes. <laughs> and, um, Saffron, you can highlight my little whatever. Okay, um, you've been rocking the weird, so let's go with weird. Oh, thanks. More experience for me. Mm-hmm. Well, keep your, uh, being leaps and bounds ahead of us right Not on track. Far. Great, use your acrobatic attack. Um, so, I think I'm going to highlight everyone's weird. No, wait, hot. Uh, everyone's uh, hot. Okay. I want to see. I want to see some sexy role playing. Uh, we already did that. <laughs> well, I, I want more. I'll just. I've, I've got a fever. Well. I've got a fever. The only cure is more sexy role playing. Um, let me roll my move here. Let me open Do this it. dice thing. Five, uh, six, seven. So, dogs uh, in heaven. And anytime you have the hold, one normal. No, I fall in the hole, or I have plus one. So, so just normal. All right, I'm done. Brilliant. No one else has starting session moves they need to do. No, good, sweet. Nope. So, nope. I think when we finished off last, uh, Saffron and Ozair were standing right uh, in front of a sort of a cage, and it was filled with lootables. Uh, some of you managed to grab some guns out of it. Um, oh, that's right, we did. Uh, and that's pretty much where we left it. SMG. Indeed. So now that I'll you have an SNG, look the stats up for those for that sometime. Yeah, just drop it in the chat. Um, so you're standing in this uh, dark, uh, rotting cabin. Um, you can hear the sounds of the verdant uh, echoing uh, around you. Um, you're on the far side of the lake. And you have no transport. Uh, what are you going to do? Um, can we like search around, see if we can find a boat? I imagine that uh, this site was chosen because it's only really accessible from the lake. Sure. Go for it. Where are you going to look for uh, a boat? There was the decaying, collapsing boathouse. 
Uh, yeah, was... you said there was there was that. I would I would say there's that's probably our best bet. What do you think, Ozere? Ozere is more concerned with not dying because she has two harms, so she will take your lead. Okay. For now, until she decides that she's just going to leave you all by yourself with this man that we've kidnapped from his black site prison at Guantanamo yes. Bay. <laughs> yes, from Guantanamo Bay. Um, what, what is his status right now? Is he still... Sort of gibbering quietly to himself. Okay. He's hoping that you're going to release him from his flesh prison. Soon, my friend, soon. Um, Ozair, do you have anything that we might bind our friend with? He's not running from you. No, but... I mean, he wasn't doing very much besides gibbering before he tried to murder me with a screwdriver, so... Yeah. I look in the cage area to see if there's any twine or chains or... Convenient rope or convenient handcuffs. Sure, Drop there's there's uh, these little there's these little plasticky things, uh, and you've seen them before on some of the older uh, boats and stuff. They've been used to secure repairs. You don't normally have them anymore. Uh, they're zip ties, but like, like zip tie cuffs, actual zip ties. Sorry, so like a bag of them. Yeah, you haven't seen them in ages. Um, I take all of them and affix them to myself somehow in my pockets or whatever. And I do one around his, do them. um, Should we put them in the front or in his back? Probably around the back. Yeah, harder to get out of that way. You can't do that trick. Yes. Yeah, where you snap them against your knee. Um, yeah, so I cross his wrists, and then I shoot him in the head. <laughs> just Do joking. you? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> the SMG, it makes this noise as it rides up the wall. Um, like, oh, it's on full auto. You know, goes cop mode and reads him his rights and says, just don't talk anymore, and cuffs him. Bake him away, toys. Do we have uh, do we have Miranda rights in our little community? No. <laughs> yeah. We have the right to a trial under the cons. Right. Hopefully, considering considering we, the... we just like locked a murderer in a cage underneath a bar. <laughs> you have <laughs> the right to uh, you have the right to shut the fuck up. Exactly. Um, All right. Um, so yeah, then I guess I'm gonna go and make my way um, over toward the decaying boathouse and see if there's anything that I can find over there. Yeah. So the kind of boathouse it is is you could like um, you could row a boat inside of it uh, and it would still be in the water. That's the way it was intended, and there'd be All like right. walkways around it, uh, around your boat. Um, but ha, the left side has collapsed into the water, so like. Um, it's a very tight squeeze to get a boat in there if you could get a boat in there. Um, the door, uh, is sort of falling apart, 
um, you can just if you open it, you'll be just pushing the door down, and it will like crumble away into shards of rotten wood. <laughs> All right, um, I'm I'm past tearing at this point, so I'm gonna push the door and and see what happens. It just sort of turns into a fine splintery mist. Um, as you walk in uh, and see, like, there's definitely... It's pretty dark, because uh, not a very moon-filled night. It's only a few days since the uh, bone chewers attacked. Um, and you uh, see a pile of wood... Um, you think some kind of driftwood shape in the water? Um, and there's a bunch of detritus in here, um, you know, couldn't be anything too salvageable because surely it would have been picked over. Right. Uh, the driftwood, does it, does it appear to be like it's fashioned into a raft or is it just pieces of wood that are floating in the... In the lake. You can't really tell. Maybe if you devoted some time, you could pick it, pick through it, and there might be like a canoe or something under there. You never know. All right. Um, considering our other option is to go uh, traipsing through the verdant, I would rather exhaust my options here. So I'm going to do that and see if there's anything usable underneath. All right. <clears throat> While he's spending time doing that. Um, I would like to um, go and like go inside. Is there like a tiny um, area to stand on? Like how big is this area that's between the left collapsed side and the water and where he's digging at? Um, there's a there's a fair bit of room uh, okay. at the door end of the um, boathouse, okay. whereas the Boat entrance end. There's uh, is where the thin walkways are. Okay, I want to drag the man in there. Yep. I want to sit him down. Yep. I point my gun at him and I say, "Don't move." Uh, yeah. And I want to open my brain to oh, find okay. a great way to get out of here. Go for it. Okay, so this could be dangerous, and I could die. Woohoo! Oh, praise the Lord. I got a 13. Nice. What do you need me to do for you, Brandon? Um, I want good detail. Um, on a hit, the MC tells you something new and interesting about the current situation. Might ask you a question or two. And then on a 10 plus, the MC gives you good detail. If I already know everything there is to know about this current situation, you will tell me that. Um, I'm pretty sure you do um, already know uh, everything. Um, uh, actually... You, as you are opening your mind uh, and you see the world becoming a machine, uh, you see an empty space uh, in the machine in front of you, a boat-shaped space. And then you look back towards the um, cage room and you see a black box with 
a small uh, outboard motor next to it. And you realize that even though this black box is way smaller than boat, it's boat-shaped. Uh, you would have to go and investigate in what way you could make it boat-shaped. I um, go over to Saffron, and I kind of... Um, I mean, you can ask me a question, but... I'll... I can't really think of one to okay. ask you at the moment. Um, I go and I kind of saunter over. I keep looking back at Mr. Assassin and I kind of like tap him on the back. Tap yes. Um, I did that thing, you know, but we can all kind of do, you know, looking into the whatever. It's usually a bad idea. What, what did you find? I found a boat. Oh, that's that's marvelous. Um, I'm going to get it and bring it back here. It's in a box, apparently. All right, I I will stay with the prisoner. Um, I turn and I run, probably, back to Cageville. Nice. Uh, so you get back to the cage and you see the outboard motor and there's this large black box. Um, as you get closer to it, you realize that it's sort of uh, vinyl. Uh, and while it is box-shaped, it's not really a box. It's just sort of been compressed into that shape. Uh, its natural shape would be more like that of a heaped-up blanket. Okay. Is there like a shoulder strap, or is it like two handles, or is it a handle on the top, or is there no it's, handles on it? Is it just a it box? It doesn't really have any handles. Um, you could take some loose rope from in here okay. and sort of bind it around it like a package and then drag how, it. How big and how heavy is that piece of the whatever? The piece of the turbine? Um, pretty heavy. Probably take three or uh, four men to lift. Okay. So I kiss when I say it. men, I just mean strong people. Yes. I kiss the piece of the machine and I go back with my makeshift thing. Cool. Near the shore, not inside the boathouse, I think. <clears throat> yes, probably a better idea that way. Um, that thing becomes a boat. I shrug and kind of look at it, supposedly, and I open the top, the flap, or whatever it is. Yeah, you sort of open it and you realize that this can unfold. And you keep unfolding it, and then you see a flat, roughly A-shaped boat thing. So it's an inflatable Zodiac boat. Uh, but you've never seen one of these things before. You know that it's a boat. You can, you just can tell that it must be a boat, but you don't know how to get it from being a flat, flappy piece of cloth and some hard board into a boat. You're, you're not. It's not clear to you. Hmm. Is there anything else in the box, like? Uh... Like a magical wand, or like a plus two sword, or... <laughs> plus two sword. Um, you see, um, 
you see attached to the boat as you're sort of looking around it, you see a weird uh, sort of little, um, like, um, it's like a rigid box that is sort of embedded into this thing. Um, it has some buttons on it. Um, one of it appears to be a power button. Hmm. Should I press this button? I believe I have some minute understanding of the machine itself. You're the you're the technician. I'm just the okay. playwright. Put a thumb above my head and kind of squat down and press the button that I assume is the power up button. Yeah, as you press it, it makes this sort of loud, uh, sucking, whirring noise. Um, and you, at first, for the first few minutes, you don't see anything happening, but then you, uh, for the first few seconds, rather, and then you start to notice that it is very slowly filling this boat bag with air. Ah, ingenious. I kind of is. look at this machine. It seems to be taking the air around us and converting it into a substance in which fills this bag. Perhaps the air. But I don't know. Lost technology. That was some masterful... Ancient magic. Masterful button pressing. Thank you. Very good, Gordon. (laughs) I go and um, kind of just check on the man, make sure he's not, like, dead of himself. Yeah, no, he's still alive. And I kind of get down, squat in front of him, and I say, do you want to see something magical? Uh, Yes, yes. Um, and I kind of have him stand up, like scoot him against the wall, and kind of have him come out. And I say, look, the boat is, this thing is filling with air and becoming a boat right before your eyes. This is the magic that I have in my hands. Sorcery. I kind of look over at Saffron and shrug. Careful, he's quite handy with a screwdriver. So, Brandon, uh, not Brandon, uh, Saffron, as you're searching through the, uh, where is this button? As you're searching through the pile of junk, um, you find um, it's a blackened, uh, sort of hard but um, not rigid thing. Like, it feels hard, but when you press on it, it does have a little bit of give to it. Uh, and right. it's got the word rescue written on it. Um, and as you're looking at it, you realize you can bend it. It's about a meter and a half, or a meter and a half long. So like four feet at most. Um, and uh, you're, you realize that it floats on the water. Um, now, if you're at home listening, the thing that Ryan has found is called a rescue tube. I don't know why it's called a tube, because it doesn't, it's not tubular, it's rectangular and square and rigid, Uh, but I put a link in the chat uh, 
so that you All can right. see what it looks like. But uh, it's one of the you lifesavers have it, and you can bend it around yourself to, uh, and then hook each end to one another to create like a floating device. But mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing you'd see David Hasselhoff charging down a beach with, possibly, if you were back in the nineties. It's a floating rescue bandolier. <sighs> uh, but yeah, you find one of those um, All right. as you dig through. Um, well, maybe we should... I I take it. I, I don't know what I might do with it, but... You can uh, use it as some kind of gross prop in your weird yeah. sex shows. When I when I do my when I do my sex rendition of Baywatch. Well, what if you guys get into a boat chase on the way out of here? Then you have like a thing to save your life if you fall That's overboard. That's true. That's true. Well, Laziest foreshadowing ever. Shoot them with my SMG, and I will be cool because I have an SMG and. Assuming they aren't black covert ops that we don't know about with assault rifles. The, the mountaineers, have, the mountaineers the people, teleport down to the, to the water. Exactly. The people here have spear guns and spears. It's like some Indiana Jones shit. <laughs> Kalima. Um, so it's going to take, like, a few hours for that thing to inflate itself. Um, so you two can think about what you're doing there, uh, because, uh, Ayazama, what are you doing, uh, back at camp? Well, the, the festivities on the shore have sort of wrapped up. Yes, uh, I ran into Ayazama ran into Ozair and Saffron as they were leaving, and gave them a little hint about coming back aquifer when they were once they had their guy. Um, but I think Ayazama has to go have a talk with Babylon. Oh, okay, this is going to be good. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, she was a little annoyed about something. So where do you find Babylon? Uh, if the festivities are winding down, maybe at like one of the last booths that's still serving food, getting some late right. dinner. You find her. Um, it's sort of near where the riverboat has pulled up, um, and there's a bunch of. Um, there's two or three of the bar staff from the, uh, from, Sa- from Saffron's theater there, uh, and they're wearing, uh, aprons that cover their, uh, chests or whatnot, and, uh, due to the height of the counter they're serving, no, none of the children can see this, but as they, um... But as they, like, turn around to cook stuff on the grill, you can see that they're not wearing any, any, any thing oh my. below the waist. Uh, so that's just for the adults. How risque. 
Uh, and then they... Uh, so I walk up to Babylon. Getting some food, my dear? Mmm. Yes. I, I, you know, I, um... I... I felt hungry after... everything. Um, you know. I'll have one as well. I say to whoever is cooking. Yep. Whatever it is that they're cooking. The finest in rat meat. Ooh, gotta love some grilled rat. Uh, so I think as we, we get our food and we start walking back towards the source. So, what was it that you were discussing with uh, Pacifica before? Uh, we were just talking about, um, you know, what the responsibilities of the uh, attendants to the canteen are and what they, how they need to help the canteen. She, she wanted to know uh, about uh, what our role is in keeping the canteen on the path uh, and ensuring that you do your duties effectively and it is our role to remove distraction from your uh, life and whatnot. Hmm. And is that what she said, or what you told her? Sort of a combination. Uh, she is surprisingly well-versed for someone that never attends the church. Well, you do know I have been giving her private sermons. Oh, I'm aware. <sighs> Babylon, it is not like that. Like what? You think that I'm uh, stooping the cons or the con? How? I didn't say that. You're the one that said that. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, you did everything but say it with your words. Contrary to the persona that I put on, I am not an idiot. And I thought that you knew that. Well, isn't it your job to be uh, available to your congregation? Yes, it is. Have I been unavailable? Well, what if that's what... How do I know that that's not what... And then she like gets real quiet. Pacifica needed in order to come closer to God. Because... Unlike the previous canteens, I have decided to not be quite as available to my congregation. But doesn't that put you at risk of being a bad canteen? Because then you can't uh, give them the spiritual uh, support that they require? I can give them all the spiritual support they want, but if it's a different kind of support, they'll just have to go elsewhere. I didn't get <laughs> I didn't get into this business because I wanted to sleep around. I got into it because I believe in it. 
over the years, I've come to realize that most people don't. And that most people here are idiots. <sighs> Not you, though. You are a shining light here, Babylon. Which is why I need you by my side. I suppose. I need your word. Because if you stay by my side, soon... You and we I rule this galaxy yes. together. We will rule the universe. I'm with you as long as you're with me. I am always with you. Ryan. Yes. Uh how long would Saffron need to be unseen before Huskvana would start looking for you? Um, I suppose that would depend on whether or not there was anything going on that merited my attention. Like, if it's getting toward the end of the night and we're supposed to be packing up shop and getting back to the boats, then she would probably come looking. Um, but otherwise, I think she's good with just vamping. You didn't really tell any of your underlings where you were going. Although there was the kid that ran away, so... Hmm. Well, depending on where, the, when that kid comes... When and if that kid comes back... Hmm... hmm. Alright. Um, they're dead. So, I'll tell them that they're dead. They got shot, and they're gone, and they're dead, and that's it. Ayazama, a few, maybe an hour at most, after you and Babylon go to bed, um, mm -hmm. you hear a, a heavy but um, respectful knock on your bedroom door. Is that you, Nifrikin? Yes, Canteen. Uh, Someone is here to see you. It, it is quite urgent, apparently. <sighs> One moment. Uh, I get up and put on my gold robe and my sandals and open the door. Who is it? Uh, it is Huskvana. Uh, Babylon, uh, Brandon, do you want to be Husqvarna worried about where Saffron is, or shall I? No. So, so I will? <laughs> Alright. I, I guess it's you. Well, because it uh, was Brandon the first time that we did Husqvarna, that's why I asked. Ah. Um, right, very well. Uh, I uh, rub the sleep out of my eyes and walk out to the, the main chamber of the the aquifer. Ah, uh, Husqvarna. It's uh, not quite the normal hour for services, but what can I do for you? Oh, it's wonderful to see you, darling, but I'm sorry to come at such a late hour. Ah, uh, Saffron has been, is missing. 
now, now I, I, I spoke to Ethan because some people had seen him go into the dam, and then we spoke, Ethan and I spoke to some other people, and then we're pretty sure that you were the last one uh, beside this, the child to see see uh, Saffron with Ozair, and we we're wondering if you knew where they went. Uh, Me? I know they say the show must go on and all that, but I am concerned uh, that I will ta have to take on this dreadful affair. Yes, well, I can understand why you would be concerned. Uh, I I did see them as they were coming out of the dam. Uh, I think they mentioned something about uh, going to the other side of the lake. I don't oh, know wow. what exactly for. Uh, well, do, do you perhaps know... Uh, maybe we should contact someone. Uh, should we talk? To, should we take this to the cons? I, I don't want to wake them up at this late hour. Uh, but. Well, out of out of character, um, is there like a head of security or like a police chief kind of guy, or would it just be the cons? Pretty sure the closest person to a head of security is Bean, the guy who just demanded to start a militia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about whether or not I should tell them to go send Bean across the river to the black site to rescue Saffron. Well, Bean is not going to be uh, too keen. Uh, in, in character, I say, I say to myself, well, I don't think Bean is going to be too... Uh, keen on rescuing Saffron or finding her, not that sh not that he needs rescuing. Um, I'm I'm sure that wherever they are, that they're fine. Um, well, why don't you and I go to the 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 dock and see if we can have a look around? Maybe maybe they're on their way back, or uh, we can see a light on the shore. Uh, oh, all right. Uh, good. Uh, so you guys go wandering around the docks and the shore. Um, you don't go too close to the shore, obviously, because yeah. it's... Well, uh, like the docks. It's not a... Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and so I will go back to the other two. So what have you two been doing while you're waiting for this boat to inflate? Taking apart my gun and putting it back together. No. Um... <laughs> What else is in this cage of wonders that we've found? Let's see. There was some food. Not a lot. There was, like, generators that weren't running. There was some clothing. There was a lot of, like, just valuable-looking stuff. Uh, there was some guns. There was... Um, crates full of stuff. Um, there was their big engine component. Um, there is some uh, bottled water. Right. Um, and there's like a filing cabinet looking thing that's like got a lock on it. Um, there is a safe. Uh, like a small little post office safe. Um, uh, and there's also a sort of a milk 
crate type thing, except more rectangular, um, full of, uh, they look like the DVD player thing that uh, Brandon, uh, that uh, Ozair uh, got asked to repair, except it's got a keyboard on it, so maybe it's some kind of portable computer. All right. I guess uh, Saffron has been sort of idly picking through these things, trying to see what the cons might be hiding. Hmm. Yes. Ozair would like that computer, so if you bring it back... I'm sure I'm just staying with the boat, so... And is the person with you, uh, Ozair? Yes. I believe we said that the dam components were marked as, like, weaponry or something. Like the yeah, whoever a, put, yeah, they thought that they were... There's a tarp over them that says, like, something about weaponry or, like, doomsday device or something weird on the top of it. Yeah, they thought there was some kind of vital weapon component. Doomsday device? I mean, they're not entirely wrong. They're mostly wrong, though. Mm. They're entirely wrong. In Ozair's mind. Look, electric. They, you could make some kind of lightning gun <sighs> out of the dam. Just electrify the entire lake. Just electrify. Just burn the entire verdant to the ground with your giant electric gun. With a giant tower with a giant electric gun on the top of it. Alright, found my new project. No. Awesome. Oh, there is Nikola Tesla. <laughs> I didn't recognize you without your mustache, sir. Or your uh, wife, who is also a pigeon. Social <laughs> anxiety. Oh, wait. I already have that. All right. Um, so, yeah, once I, I guess once Saffron hears the boat, uh, start to level off, and and you know, I, I, I'm assuming that if it's an air compressor, it like has this, you know, kind of high pitched whining noise going on. It's not so loud that you can actually hear it from the other um, building, actually. All right. It's like it's like the kind of one that would be in a self inflating air mattress. That's why it's taking so long to fill up. Gotcha. Um. All right. In that case, uh, Saffron will. Saffron's gonna take a gun because he feels like he feels like he's probably gonna need one. Now, there's mostly hunting rifles, um, but there's also a, pist a pistol and an SMG and you know um, any anything else in the book. It's just that like they have hunting hunting rifles in large. Yeah. Cell. I think Saffron's going to take a pistol because that's concealable and, and small. Uh, what are the the stats for that? Brandon might be able to help you out. But uh, I have a 9mm if that's what you want. Yeah, sure. Alright, I'll, I'll just put it in the chat. And I will copy-paste it. Sorry. Delicious, delicious copy-paste. Yep. Copy pasta. Mm. Oh, I was about to say that. <laughs> All right. Um, so Saffron now has nine mil. Um, 
going to grab some ammunition for that while I can, if I, if I, I know what it is. I didn't say there was any ammunition. Ah. Uh, nah, there's, there's some ammo. All right. Um, it's sort of, um, it's sort of all just in, like, a big bucket, so you've got to, like, you see the bullets that are in the gun, and you're, like, picking through, looking for the same... The shape. same bullets. Just take the whole bucket. <laughs> take a big fucking, like, 20-kilo bucket of bullets. Yeah. And we'll pour uh, it all in the lake. Drag it down to the... Uh, oh, that would be, be kind of evil. I mean, you guys could take more lake. weapons if you want. You can, you know... Well, I, I kind of assume that this is the um, the Enclave's emergency defense, you know, uh, cache here. So I don't want to... so far away from... Like, you wouldn't be able to get to this quickly in an emergency. Okay. This is like there's an insurrection, you know. Oh. So in that case, these, these guns are probably going to be used on us. Um, if you guys want, you can, we can do a, take a gun lugger weapon. I just... Those are some badass guns. Take a free gun lugger weapon move Um. thing. Uh, I, I'm not sure Saffron would be cool with that, but if, uh, if the idea occurs to Ozair, you know. Ozair is going, um, if you come back out, um, because she wants to make sure nothing happens to the boat, like with a hole in it or something. She's you know what, the crazy guy movie. watching. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> it's fine. You know what? I left that I left that child in charge last time, and and he did the right thing. He piled away. He he pedaled away. He abandoned us. He was smart. Um, yeah, let's he was. face it. It's what I would have done. He got the hell out. Um, all right. So Saffron comes out of the building, um, sort of jingling the shells in his pocket, and he says to Ozair, "You know, there's an awful lot of weaponry around this place." Really? I hadn't noticed. Yeah, you know, uh, I could really do without the sarcasm right now because it's your fault that we're in this mess. That I'm in this mess, specifically. Was there kind of shrugs? I would have gone myself, but I wanted to... In which case, you would be here by yourself. Pancake, to use the Java command line tool, you need to install... What the but, hell was uh, that? That was, was my Ozer. computer. <laughs> that was my computer telling me that I needed to install some kind of a Java update, but I don't know what the hell it went. It meant because it's been uh, telling me that for years. Why your don't computer, you ever listen to me, Ryan? Your your computer vocalizes that you need updates. That's kind of cool. You can set Max to do that. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, Ozer kind of looks at you and kind of looks forlornly at the ground and says, I would change the situation if I could, but I don't really have the power to. Uh, 
Would that we could. Should we, we get rid of those weapons? I can't really figure as they'd be needed in an emergency, but uh, are they, I really I can't figure that they'd be accessible in an emergency. Um, but they might be used. Uh, I, I hesitate. I hesitate to think what they. I shudder to think what they might be used for. So yeah, I, I think don't. it might be. I think I think we might be. I think it might be in our future best interest if we um, got rid of the weapon cache here, or we could appropriate some of it. Yes. Um, is there like a like what's the biggest gun that is there? Um, there is like a big machine gun. There. Like an MG. Yeah. Okay. Let me open up my Google Drive. Mm. Gunlogger okay. guns, man. Oh, Gunloggers yeah, can also have grenade launchers. Yeah, I thought about that, but I feel like a machine gun would be physically larger than like a M yeah. M32. They also have uh, sniper rifles. Mm, yeah, but the machine gun still is going to be larger. Like. Yeah, that's true. So, like, belt-fed monstrosity that you have to mount on a yeah, tripod? It's a, it's a Rambo gun. Ah. Um, to, to, quote, to quote Lord of War, I want the gun of Rambo. Uh, Ozer kind of hefts it. How heavy is it? Like, is it something he's able to pick up? Or is it like... You can pick it up, but it's like lifting a piece of heavy equipment. Like, it reminds you of, like, shifting that engine the other day. Like, it's still lighter, but, you know, it's, it's not... It's not inconsequential to carry. I say, let's get rid of this, at least. Get rid of? Um, I look for... I mean, I am the savvy head. I look for the parts that come unscrewed on this gun. Yeah? And I start taking it apart. You start dismantling the gun... Yes, I'm going to get rid of it. Nice. Barrel would make an alright club. Yes. Yeah. Um, is there a bag or something? Uh, there's like crates and boxes and stuff. Like, you know. Is there like a piece crates. of can? Oh, that. Um, how big is that tarp? Um, pretty large. Okay. It's large enough to cover like big fucking pile of gears and turbines and shit. Yeah. Here we go, gun lugger. I, um, you know, I have this probably pile of parts now for a gun. Mm-hmm. And I kind of give half of it to, um, to Saffron and say, here. Dump these somewhere. Don't tell me where you're dumping them. Okay, fair enough. Where are you going to dump them? In uh, the hull of your riverboat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like, you know, pick a spot on the lake and take them out. Throw them overboard. Yeah, I do the same with mine. Cool. 
I mean, you can only go... You don't have really much further you can go here. You'd need to get into your little Zodiac to, if you wanted to dump them Somewhere anywhere else. that wasn't just the shore right next to the building you got them out of. Because the verdant is thick. Like, it's like a yeah. mangrove swamp surrounding oh, the yeah. part where you Oh, yeah, that's are. fine. I just had him take... Or I had Saffron take his somewhere else, so in case they find one, they won't find the other. It's Yeah, okay. I mean, it's going to get ruined anyways, being the sand itself. Yeah. Scattered around a little. You just pull them out one at a time and just throw the pieces into the lake. Cause... Yeah. yeah. Is there. Okay, I pick up that laptop, that computer, whatever. Yeah, those, there were a few of them in there. Yeah. Jesus takes one, and is there like a uh, shotgun sort or of, something? Uh, sure, there's a, there's a mm -hmm. shotgun. Three harm, close, messy. Yeah, I can see it right here. Well, fuck you, man. Um, the laptop is in like a sort of a, a vacuum-sealed vinyl bag. Mm. Um, and you see that there's like... A, you can see that it's got a solar panel on top of it, uh, and it's thicker than the other laptops you've seen. So it's like a ruggedized military one. You don't know where... Like, all of the ones in here look like that. You don't know where the fuck the, they salvaged this shit from. I take, like, two of them, and I take a bunch of shells and a bunch of SMG rounds and a bunch of uh, magnum rounds, if they have any magnum rounds, and I'm just shoving my pockets full of stuff. Cool. There's also, like, sealed um, food containers. Um, they're not like MREs, but they're, like, takeaway-looking containers, but, like, a little more uh, rugged than that. I just take one, and I leave the building, and I go over to that man. Yeah, cool. And I look at... Are you there? No, nearby, Saffron. Uh, yeah, I guess if you went back into the, uh, into the cage building, Saffron stayed with the guy. She has a shotgun, and her pockets look bulging. She's got a shotgun, and an SMG, and a magnum and a crowbar. <laughs> yep. and a laptop and she hands you this kind of food thing and says should we give the man his last meal um what's in the food container it says tika on it and it's like written in texter I <clears throat> sure why not? Uh, Saffron pulls open the container. Yeah, you sort of have to like get out a knife and cut it. Okay. So you get your scissors and cut the cut it. It smells really, really strong of spices. Um, and is cold. Die from eating. <laughs> but is um. But it's uh, it's not um. It looks like it's got chunks of meat and some kind of grain in it. Um, it looks like uh, some kind of wild grain that was pulled out of the verdant um by someone. Um, and there's like chunks of woody vegetable in there. Um, 
Saffron sort of... Uh, God damn. Um, she, he opens the container, you know, uses the scissor and, and you know, cuts, cuts a, a hole around the top, opens it up, um, and puts it in the, in the sand or the, the earth, um, where the prisoner can reach it if he, like, leans over and says, if you want to eat, you should eat, but I'm not going to feed you. They sort of, like, after a few minutes of staring at it, fall, like, over to their side on the shoulders and then roll their face into it. You can hear them scoffing it down like a starved dog. Kind of look at Saffron and shrug. I kind of put the laptop and the shotgun down in the uh, Zodiac. Mm -hmm. Do you want to check if the motor has any fuel in it? Um, you right there, cat? What are you doing? I open it up and I do what they all do, um, you know, in movies and such. I stick my finger in there. Yeah. Do you want to taste the taste the fuel? I just smell yep. it. That's pure Colombian dark matter oil. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty prepped. It's very well maintained. Um, it's coated in a lot of oil, which you guess is to stop it from like rusting from being in storage. Um, <clears throat> the fuel container is like a plastic fuel container, and it's not hooked into the engine at the moment. So you like plug it in and start priming it. Um, Something occurs to Ozair as she's mm -hmm. kind of looking at the boat and kind of looking back at Saffron and looking back at the prisoner. And then she looks over at the bag that this thing was stored in. Mm -hmm. Is it heavy, or is it just like a like a piece of vinyl cloth kind of shape yeah, like that. thing? Okay. Yeah. Um, was there uh, a shovel or something in the um, in the cage area? There was a shovel in that room, but not in the cage. It was right next to the door, and at the top of it, there was um, there was. Uh, a stick with a bit of uh, cloth on it that was sort of shoved into a little bit of, like, a tube. Okay. Um, I have an idea. Saffron. What's your idea? I think we should, when we get this boat started, hug close to the shore and cut the engine close when we're getting closer to the dam where they can't hear us um, and then get to a hard part of the ground uh, put the weapons in this thing, bury them and walk the rest of the way back okay what about our friend here um This is something we haven't really talked about. In, we know that there's like 
entrances kind of to the dam area, you know, that are like, that go out into the verdant, right? <laughs> verdant. Verdant. Yeah. Um, so there's one on what would be the east side and one that would be on the west side, quote unquote, if where we are is the north area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where is the source in relation to this stuff? It's on one of the far ends of the dam. I don't know. I don't know if it's on the east side or the west side. Let's just call it the east side. Okay, that's oh. what I was thinking because the because um, Ozer's turbine is on the west side. Okay. At the bottom. Yeah. So. So basically, so, it's it's on the opposite side of the main gate. All right. <clears throat> Makes sense. And then we just have to get we just have to get him into the source because that's where the canteen said that we could have you, you murder him there. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where we're gonna murder him. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, later, Saffron, we can come back for and I kind of pat the the guns and my bullets and stuff. That way no one really knows anything. Alright, fair enough. And if anyone I, sees us while we're sneaking him into the dam? Um, well, we'll um, Trust that figure that out. When we come to it. We'll figure that out when we come to it. Would you think this would activate my new move, Raymond? Uh, sure. Okay. When you talk passionately, am I passionate enough, or do I need to passion it up more? I will allow it. Okay. Um, with another player's character about your plans, roll plus hot. Um, on a 10 plus, hold 3. On a 7 to 9, hold 2. And then I can spend the hold one for one to ask that character to do something, and if they do it, mark experience. They mark experience. On a okay. miss, um, you'll hold one over me instead, and you'll be able okay. to force me do, to do something for experience at the exact same term. So, let me roll this move. I will let that happen. I'm not gonna. Is I'm not there, gonna interfere. Zay has managed to acquire a move that is from a different Powered by the Apocalypse game. I. She's no. somehow acquired... I know, I'm making a joke, that it reminds me a lot of a soldier move. It's something that the soldier from Sprawl oh, yeah. would have. It sounds like a Skinner move, is it? No, it's a news move. Oh, okay. That is ten, so that's nine. Nice. So, that gives me an experience point, and um, I now have hold, two hold over your character, Ryan. So I can ask you to do something. If you do it... You mark experience. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Saffron's a little out of his depth right now, so I think that he's just keen on the fact that you have a direction. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ozera kind of starts putting the stuff that she um, put in the boat in this kind of bag, and then putting it, trying to fit it in the boat. Yeah. Like yeah. all the ammo, all the stuff, and then the only thing she has is the shovel and her. Um, uh, Magnum, and she says, I don't think anyone will begrudge or question why you have uh, that, and she kind of points to the, or, you know, motions to your gun. <sighs> yes, I I didn't think they would. I can keep it concealed on my person. 
I mean, the good thing is that this is a black site, so it's not like the cons can call you out in public and be like, you right. stole from our black site! Right. Exactly. But Ozair is becoming paranoid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Saffron is... If they spot you with like all this shit, they were like, "Where did you get that? You're trading with some kind of evil terrorist group. Yeah. We're gonna take so. you to the black site." <laughs> Saffron, uh, not Saffron. Ozer sits and kind of waits and kind of looks at Saffron and looks at the man eating and says, "Don't worry, we'll be home soon enough, and this will all be over." As the boat is finishing inflating and is just sort of sitting in the boat staring at the uh, deck, what amounts for the deck for it, um, you guys notice as you're just sort of standing there, sitting there staring, dried blood, like caked in to the solid-ish foam core floor of this boat. Mm. And... Uh, and that's where I will leave you as I switch back to Ayazama. Nice. The apocalypse. Yeah. Everything has a fun history. <laughs> it's not just a boat. It's a pre-owned boat. Uh, so, Ayazama, you are down at the docks and Husqvarna is nearby and you're sort of walking around looking out at the lake trying to spot stuff. Um, do you run into anyone while you're down here? Um... Possibly, yes. We are. Well, mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a die and see. Odds we do, it. evens we don't. Odds we do. All right. Who do you run into? Oh God, I have to do everything. Oh, you can either uh, say a type of person, and I'll make up a person, or you can name a specific character that's already in the. So Husqvarna and I are going around looking. Um, <laughs> um uh, I don't know who we run into. Um maybe uh one of the the hunters that guards the place at night. Sure, you run into uh one of the uh night hunters. They're not really they're not so much like they serve the purpose of a guard, but that's not actually the reason they're out here. They um what they are doing is that they're hunting nocturnal wildlife that uh, comes near the shore and stuff. Okay. Uh, and they pick it off uh, in the night and then it, uh, then they'll, if it's close enough to the dam, they'll just grab it. Uh, uh, if not, they'll wait until the morning and then whatever is still around, they'll grab. They'll go good. Makes sense. Um, you know, sometimes they'll risk it and just quickly run over and grab this stuff and sprint back, but uh, if it's a moonless night, no one's fucking leaving the wall. Yeah. Um, is it a moonless even, night? I don't know if we not, mentioned. but it is, it is recently after the, the moon, uh, okay. after a moonless night, so there might be like the sliver of the moon. Gotcha. Um... But uh, you uh, you run into one of them sort of standing up on a crate um, sort of near where the dam wall meets the shore and they've got um, they've got like a slingshot with a with an arrow in it it's a, it's a Hawaiian spear gun is the oh, okay. term 
uh, and he's sort of holding it back, and he's just sort of standing there waiting. So you're guessing he sees something in the night. But he's got it at a really high angle, so it's probably really close to the shore that is what he's trying to hit. Any good prey out there tonight? And he releases the thing and says, Fuck! Yeah. God! Yeah. Oh! Oh! Yeah! I'm... Yeah, there is! I am so sorry. I apologize. Thankfully, I didn't miss, but... Well, of course not. You're one of our best hunters. Fucking hell, man. You don't sneak up on a guy when he's at full draw. I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize we were sneaking. I, I didn't realize how quiet we were. Forgive me. You, you see him, like, jump off the damn wall down to the into the water. It's like a meter drop. Makes a loud splash, and he picks up the arrow. And on the end of it is sort of this spidery lobster thing. Ugh. Um... Thinner, more spindly legs, uh, and almost furry-looking. Oh, good. A tarantula lobster. Oh, boy, thank you for that. Well, I'm not sleeping <laughs> ever he, again. And he, um, he uh, puts it up on top of the wall and then sort of puts his hand up to you. Oh, oh, yes, I, I reached out and grab him and pull him up. Like, it would only be like a two or three meter walk to just walk back up and around but like yeah no it's it's, it's fine you're there so yeah it's fair <sighs> what are you doing up canteen don't you oh. have like service <clears throat> in like a few hours he says oh. looking at a wristwatch he doesn't have yeah i uh was just having some trouble sleeping i think i ate one too many uh fried goods earlier and uh well, I just thought a, a walk might help clear my system and, you know, help me get to sleep. Oh, okay. Cool, I guess. Have you seen well, anything tonight? I mean, not really. thought I saw a... Someone was, someone was saying they saw a bone chewer earlier, and then you hear from, like, a few, like the other side... Um, like behind you, like not the other end of the dam, the other side of the wall. You hear someone say, "I'm telling you, I did see one." <laughs> well, they were but, smart uh, enough to know, not come in. I reckon that was just uh, some wishful thinking, if you know what I mean. Someone's a little bit riled up after being at the militia all day. After be oh yes, how is how is that going? I don't know. I didn't sign up for that bullshit. We don't need... Uh, strong military killed the old world. That's what my dad used to say. Mm, yes, I've Family motto, if you will. Yes. Have, have the, what, have, what have the others been saying about the training with Bean? Uh, you know, I've heard, you know, different things. Some people are saying, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of fun in a running through the jungle and swimming for hours at a time kind of way. Um, yes. Others are saying it's a bit shit and that they wish they hadn't signed up, but <laughs> Dean says that if they quit, he will cut them out of the hunting lodge. So, wow. you know. Sounds like Bean is a tough nut. 
Yeah, well, you know, if you sign up, you sign up. You didn't have to sign up. They chose to sign up, and those are the consequences, I guess. But, uh, That's true. Uh, certainly, doesn't sound like my cup of tea. I don't think that anyone should be punishing, punished for wanting to change their career. I mean, I used to be a cook. Uh, really? Turns, yeah, it turns, you know, I was born out there on the on the lake, and it turns out that I have a terrible sense of taste, uh, so became a hunter instead. I'm way better at it. Well, I'm glad you found your calling. Thank you, uh, Canteen. It was your predecessor that helped me realize my true path. Yes, he was quite the visionary. Well, have a good night. Uh yep. Uh, uh, what, what's the name of the person I'm with? I don't remember. Didn't give them a name. We just no, 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 no. Yeah. The the person from Ryan's show. Oh, Husqvarna. 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 Is down somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I thought. We, okay, never mind. Well, you're not walking next to one another. Gotcha. That okay. doesn't help you scout the area. True. Well, keep a sharp eye out, which I know you will, and have a good night. Yep. And I'll just see I'll just walk away and. Uh, Look out over the lake to see if I see anything. Um, no, you don't really spot anything. Um, Husqvarna, uh, comes up to you, um, with a, uh, tall, uh, woman, uh, and says, uh, tell, tell the canteen what you told me. Uh, and they turn to you and say, uh... So, uh, I saw, I thought I saw something over towards the, uh, towards the far side of the lake earlier. I thought I saw, like, some light, like, um, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, like those stage lights they have on the boat. On the riverboat, you know, Saffron's yes. place. I thought I saw like a bright light like that coming from the other side of the lake. Oh, for for how long? Oh, like maybe a few seconds, and then it sort of looked away. You know, maybe it was ah. some some kind of metal thing. You know, maybe it was something. Was the sun still out? No, no. This was this was after dark. Well, thank thank you. I'm not sure that necessarily though. I'm not sure that necessarily helps us. Um, I mean, I, I haven't seen anything, and I've walked this whole stretch of the the lake. Have you found uh, anything? Husqvarna says thank you to the person, and the person walks off, and they say, "Well, what if what if that was Saffron signaling to us?" Signaling what, if, what? What if they're in trouble? You know, what if Bean took them out there? Well, if Bean took them out there, I think there's a little that you and I would be able to do about it. You've got Nipperkin and all your followers, maybe, you know? Maybe. We could, and they're sort of looking at you as if to say, please fill in the blanks and don't make me say you and your followers could kill me. Yeah. 
I, I smile at Husqvarna and put my hand on her shoulder and say, I, I understand how concerned you are, and I, I share your concern for both Saffron and Ozair, but if I were to take Nipperkin or any servant of the, of the source and commit an act of aggression against anyone else from the community, especially outside of the source where my rules don't apply, I... I don't know if the if we would ever be able to recover from that. I, as I said, I, I understand your concern. Why don't we give them until morning? Perhaps they went off together and fell asleep. Oh my goodness, darling! I I don't know what I will do. I can't. I can't think up shows. That's that's not what I do. I mean, I could do it. No, 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 no. I'm saying perhaps they went off to for a little private rendezvous, and after uh, drinking a little too much at the festival earlier, they just fell asleep. Well, we can only hope. It's been so long since Saffron. If they're not, if they're not back by morning services, I promise I will go with you to the cons and personally help you beseech them to send out a search party. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Canteen. You're, but, I, but I, know I, now, I know I'm not one of your congregation, but... Uh... Everyone here is worthy of my help, whether or not they come to services. Come to me in the morning. If Saffron has returned, which I'm sure he will, fantastic. If not, then you and I, as I said, will go to the cons together. Aizama, you are the true archetype of a holy man. Uh, you are too kind. I, I give her, I give her hand like a little squeeze between, a reassuring squeeze between the two of mine, and sort of send her on her way. And I stand there watching, uh, and, well, you know, watch her go and watch the water to see if I see anything, wondering where the hell they are. Sure. So as you stare out stoically, uh. Saffron and Ozair. And I guess I start making my way back to the source because that's where they're supposed yeah. to be coming and if they show up and I'm not there that would probably be better. Yeah, it'll have very good narrative confluence. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Um, so the boat is presumably filled at this point? Yeah, I'm going to assume that you're speeding across the lake. Um, well, hugging yeah. the coast anyway. I, yes. I would say so. Um, so how far how far should we uh, give ourselves to walk? I make so there's actually a move that you can make. Okay. For this, um, it is uh, the I don't think it. it there's one for uh, using vehicles, and there's one that's like overcome terrain. Deal with bad terrain. That's it. Deal with bad terrain. And I'll give your vehicles handling one. Okay. So who's rolling? Whichever one uh, of you is piloting the boat. You know what? I'll do it. Good. What's your cool? So, My cool is... Zero. Eight. Good. You do it. And I think it's... Is it highlighted for you? Yes. Okay, good. You do it. Get something so out of it. Cool okay. Plus vehicles handling of one. So you get to roll 2d6 plus one. 
roll. Uh, so that's eight. Eight. All right. So on a seven to nine, choose one. You slow down and pick your way forward. You push too hard, and your vehicle suffer suffers harm as estimated. You ditch out uh, and go back, or try to find another way. Um, I don't think that there's any real time pressure, so I'm going to go with you. Slow down and pick your way forward. All right. So as you guys are going around the coast, you realize, um, you see a spot uh, that you can pull into. It's like, because um, I've, I've described the edge of this as like a mangrove, but you are up in the mountain, so it's not really a mangrove, it's just some kind of similar plant that is doing a, performing a similar role. Um, but what you find is there's a, there's a bay that is formed by these plants. Uh, and so from out in the lake, it just looks like more plant. But when you're really close, it's sort of like the walls in the labyrinth in the David Bowie movie. If you look just right, you can actually see that there's a, a gap and you can go in. And so as you're slowing down to try and find somewhere to hide your boat, you see this gap and quickly pull in. And then when you get inside, there's like a little secluded hidden beach. And you're like maybe two or three hours walk from the dam at most. And that's just if you pick around through the mangroves. Like if you just swam back out into the lake and swam down the coast, you'd get back in like an hour because you'd All reach right. the beach in a few minutes. So you can do all your hiding shit in there. You have successfully unlocked the bat cave, I guess. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, I guess uh, Saffron, you know, pulls the pulls the uh, boat, boat up onto yeah whatever onto whatever you know beachhead there is in there. Um, tosses his coat into it and starts digging a hole for the uh, guns. I get my shovel out and <laughs> start digging the hole with the shovel. So whenever you Get your gadget out. People think you're flashing them? Sure. Sorry. It was a Birdman joke. So you, you guys are digging a hole. Yes. We dig, 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 dig. What's the status of our prisoner right now? Is he... He's sort of laying on the deck of the boat sort of moaning softly to himself in a, I have been starving for a week and eaten too much. Ah, okay. As long as he's not stabbing any of us with a screwdriver or anything else that happens to be handy. Um, yeah, so do we want to swim out or do we want to walk? I kind of look at my bandage foot and I say, as much as it pains me to walk, I would rather walk than get wet. Fair enough. Make sure you have your scissors or whatever. I've got them handy.
so it's going to be hard walking to get over the um, mangroves, but you've got time. Uh, there is no undertaker perilous journey thing, is there? We went over this last time. It's just if something exciting happens, something exciting happens. Yep. So give me a moment. We lay down fire, me and Ryan. Battle moves. Sorry. Suppressing fire! Um, as uh, you feel the night getting darker and colder... Jesus Christ, Cat, calm down. She's just sort of like flinging herself across the room. Um, as, as the night draws on and you realise that the dawn is fast approaching, uh, Ozair, you remember something that your siblings... Uh, not your siblings, that your uh, brother's husbands has said to you. Uh, it's an old saying that the hunters have. Uh, the uh, early hunter catches the razback when it's still tired, which refers to the fact that razbacks hunt er uh, mostly early in the morning before dawn. So now, and you suddenly feel like something is watching you. Clever girl. Exactly. So there's a few moves here. I would let you use turn the tables. Uh, or you could use Escape a Hunter. Uh, or you could, you could obviously assess the situation. That's fine, too. Um, do I notice this at all, or do... Uh, it's kind of up to you guys role-playing. It depends on what, like, Ozair does immediately after they're thinking about this. All right, mm. I will wait. I will wait and take my cue from Ozair. Hmm... Because if she, like, goes stark still and, and kind of turn, and as we're kind of walking, or maybe kind of put my hand on your shoulder and say, um, we shouldn't run, but we should kind of go in kind of a zigzag pattern. Is something following us? Some stupid animal that lives in these goddamn fucking woods that need to be burnt down. Okay. Um, in that so. case, let's go. Uh, I think. I think in that case, um, Saffron is going. Saffron is going to um, just keep keep his pace from before and and do his best to look around. So he's gonna, you know, read a sitch. Go for it. Mm -hmm. I think the sharp is one. Let me double check that. One four is eight. And one is nine. Nice. So, 
Ask that question. Um, what is my enemy's true position? Uh, your enemy's true position, they have made a U-shape around you uh, with um, a space uh, open in the direction that you're already walking. They've surrounded us, Ozair. There, uh, there's a. If we keep going the way we're going, we should be okay. But I think they're going to try to flank us. And you know that Razback females are solitary, and males normally only group in, uh, group up in like groups of three or four at most. <laughs> Called coalitions. Basically, lizard cheaters. Hmm. This is another of our forte. Big gay lizard creatures. Should we make a zigzagging escape? Don't. That's Serpentine Pabu. Exactly. That's the extent of my um, knowledge of these creatures. Be pretty hard to zigzag through this thick, yeah, brambling scrub. Um. <clears throat> well, I make one behind us and two coming up the sides. Uh, we want to. Get out of this before they uh, close the pincher and trap us. I mean, there's three of you and three of it, three of them. No, there's two of us and a man with his hands tied behind his back. Personally, I like those odds, but I but I may be a gambler at heart, and that is why I don't go to casinos. Well, if. Uh... If they if they pounce on us, we throw him our friend here. You don't have to run faster than the Razbex. You just need to run faster, run faster than, than the him. crazy guy. Yes. I kind of look at him, and then I look back at Saffron and say, there's a part of me that wants to say I'd rather die than let that happen, because then everything we've done is in vain. But then again, I remember I have two new weapons, so... It All right. Um, let's let's try. I, I think running might be our best option. Yeah. All right. You're the mouse. Roll plus cool. Which one of us is gonna do it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you will both or, have to roll. Okay. Uh, or is it one of us? I'll let you. I'll let you. One of you roll for both if you'd prefer. <laughs> Um, yes. I have no, I have no, okay, in that case I'll roll for both of us, because my cool is at least not negative. Mine isn't negative either, I was just letting oh. you get experience. Okay, thank you, I appreciate that. Um, seven. Nice. Uh, on a seven or nine, your hunter catches you out, but only after you've led, uh, your friends to a led them to a place of choosing. So you start running. 
um, you realize that these three things are going to catch up to you because they are faster than you or pretty much anyone you've ever met. So you realize you could try and lead them somewhere. Um, where do you where where do you lead them to? Um, so it's not going to be like, oh, I lead them to the dam, but you could be like. I lead them to the shore, to the beach, or like I lead them into a clearing, or I lead them to, I don't know, like a ruin or something. Um, lead them to the Razback killing machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know that crazy old robot that lives in the woods? It only kills Razbacks <laughs> and loves humans. Yeah, loves humans. Thinks they're just adorbs. Um, let's see. Um, I feel like our best option might be the lake. Do Razbacks swim? Um, you don't know. Hmm. You've never really heard any stories one way or the other. Hmm. Um, maybe there's, maybe there's, like, an emergency access hatch to the, uh, to the under, underground network of the dam. I don't know. I'm, I'm wishful thinking here. And it's filled with skeletons to, completely to the top. Scrawl the skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> they all have drug-filled needles. <laughs> Uh, um, let's see. Yeah, that's probably our best bet. Go to the water. All right. So we'll go to we'll go to the lake then, to the shore. All right. So you uh you make a sharp turn, and Ozair like quickly follows after you, and uh, you. I do down. not let go of that man. <coughs> I will pull him to his death through the mangroves. Good. Whatever this terrain is, I will not let go of him. You feel the the ground underneath you quickly turn into like pebbly sand as you try to pound across it, uh, and then like you sort of flail into the water, and these um, three uh, s uh, slick uh, sort of seal leathery. Um, animals sort of bound out, their teeth like overlap their mouths, their fangs sort of stick out, and down their spine are these thick ridge bones, and then their tails turn into these large, powerful bone uh, armoured things, and they sort of pound out of the woods, and you can see the, the spines that stick out of their legs uh, as they sort of uh, skid to a stop and they sort of look at you as they pace near the water's edge and you're standing in the water and then they turn around and walk away. <laughs> uh, at this point, Saffron, Saffron just starts belly laughing. <laughs> they they don't they don't swim, they they don't swim apparently. <laughs> sure, that's it. Uh, 
<sighs> Let's go. So, Ayazama. Yes. You have just arrived home, and you walk in to your bedroom, and Babylon is laying there, half awake. What do you do? Um, I don't think I'm going to bed just yet. Um, alright. I will remind you, I highlighted everyone's hot. Oh, alright. So there's an opportunity for experience here. I realize Sleeper. I haven't given... I haven't given Aya's armor an opportunity to get some experience much in this run. Uh, well then I guess, uh, I will try to seduce, uh... Seduce and manipulate Babylon, because I want her. I want her on my side. Right. I want to make sure she's not gonna fuck so anything she, up. She's half awake, and she says, "Ayazama," sort of whispers uh, it into the night. Let me see if I say something good or if I say something stupid. <laughs> I got a six. So, um, <laughs> uh, D Ayazama. DTF, you say as you walk over. DTF. Uh, no, Ayazama is, uh, really tired, and just collapses onto bed next to her, and goes, no, no, tomorrow. Alright. <laughs> I, I but you get an experience either way. Oh, that's true, I rolled hot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you rolled hot, so you get an experience either way. And Ryan rolled cool, so I yep. assume he marked that experience. Although, I guess that was twice in the same scene, so... Um, yeah, so, well, so, yeah, so Ayazama just plops down on the bed and just goes, Ugh, this is going to be the death of me. Do you, do you disrobe, or do you just, like, no, fucking, I ain't got time. Ain't no, nobody no, got time for that. No, no, nobody got time for that. He, I just, he just falls back on the bed and starts to lightly doze, waiting for the the knock that he's expecting from... I was going to say... Uh, you, from, you, any minute now. You other two are going straight there, right? Yes. Yes, yes. Um, you know that you're going to probably pass a, at least two of the night hunters on your way in. Um, is there any way we can, um, hmm. <laughs> Want me to take care of this? Yeah. Seduce and or manipulate. <laughs> so, as we're kind of walking, where are they in, like, relation to us? Um, they're like a... They're up on the dam walls, so you're sort of walking along the beach, and they're on the dam wall. Uh, so, sorry, you're walking along the beach, and they're on the dam wall. So the dam walls are perpendic perpendicular, tangential. One of those yeah. words. Yes, perpendicular. Um, perpendicular to you. I'm going to quote unquote fast talk mm -hmm. uh, them. Go for it. And so, just so everyone knows, I have a minus one on hot. So here we go. Oh, good. Hey there, big boys. <laughs> um, I've been trying real hard to lose some weight, Ozer. You know that. 
Shut the fuck up, Uzair! Just so everyone knows, I got a number that is lower. It doesn't matter. It's very low. Let's just keep it at that. <laughs> was it lower seven. than my six? Less than six? It was... Ooh. It was the oh, minus on the three. six minus. So what do, do... Is there anything special that happens on a miss for that? I know some of them have special things for misses, but mostly oh, just yeah, you don't looked. get to do uh, um, uh, On a miss for either NPCs or PCs, be prepared for the worst. Alright, All right, so you're walking up and... Uh, what do you say or start to say? I just say, like, like I'm thinking I'm going to come out with something like, you know, we're just walking, you know, we were walking out and we found this guy or something. Like, something that sounds ridiculous, but... And I was like, I'm just like... You walk up, you're like, hey! And they're like, hey, what are you doing? And they, like, draw their sling bows. Like, what are you doing? Who's there? Ozair. Who's that with you? Which one? Is that Stafford? Who's that guy? That's the third person in our threesome. Uh, uh, oh, they lower their bows. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to tell the cons about this because you guys know you're not meant to venture out at night into the verdant. Yep. That's fine. Um, no, you're going to get in trouble. You should surely, wait, though. Surely we don't need to get the cons involved. I mean, um, it was an honest mistake. We were out having a, having a night of frivolity and had a bit too much to drink. Lost track of time. I mean, it's a miracle we're not dead. Um, Do you want to make a fast talk? Yes, I, I am going to and see. And this is a new. You'll get experience for this. So. Okay, great. And let's clear that. One, two. Roll. Perhaps okay. offer them a spot on the list at your club. Exactly. Uh, so I get I get a ten with my hops. I get to mark XP, and that that means I get to choose an advancement. Good. Um, and then so yeah, tell I, I me the things I need to do. Um, hang on. Do so manipulate on a for peace. No, that's for PCs. For NPCs on a ten plus, they'll go along with you unless. So I don't even need to pick a thing. It's just they okay. go along with you. All right. So yeah, I, I will say uh, certainly the uh, the cons don't need to get involved. Um, we can we can come to some kind of agreement, uh, don't you think? Uh, maybe perhaps we can see that you two receive invitations to the next performance. Oh, um, yeah. All right. I'll I'll, I'll let you off with a warning if you put me on the list. Oh, so, I mean, I feel terrible we came up upon you, you know, from, from out of the verdant and spooked you. For your trouble, uh, both of you both of you are invited to the next performance. All right. I've always wanted to be with a whore, the guy, what the other gentleman says, and then everyone else in the room looks at him with disgust. <sighs> just uh, provided that you say say nothing to anyone. It's uh, 
bit of a bit of a dalliance, a bit of an embarrassment. Uh, we we stayed out too late, and I wouldn't want anyone to know that we almost got killed out in the verdant. So when you when you say that it was a bit of an embarrassment, um, they both look at Ozair and uh, uh, and the. And are not so much shocked until they look at the emaciated other gentleman and are like, hmm. Is he still yeah. bound? Yes, I imagine they were they were probably well, we doing some have, bondage play. We have not oh, undone yeah. his bonds. Yeah. Probably probably some bondage. Some sweet Thank bondage. <laughs> Uh, Saffron turns to Ozair and says, bring the gimp. (laughs) (laughs) Bring the whipping boy. (laughs) Izama, you're just... You've just fallen into a sleep. They're not coming. I'll talk to them in the morning. When you hear from the outer door this loud bang... (laughs) (laughs) Yep, alright. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Nippikin opens the door and says, Sir, Kenty, yes. are you awake? Nipperkin? Yes, yes, Nippikin. Uh, I need you to do... Yes, it is... Uh... Yes, Nippikin, uh, stay here. And he looks at Babylon and is like, uh, okay. Don't entertain yourself. Just, just stay here. Uh, I know. A podcast might make a lewd joke there, but I, I refuse to sink to that level. Oh, we well, thank some, you. We have some taste on insert quests here. <laughs> Don't stare at her tits for too long. No. Never uh, been with a whore is as low as I'm going <laughs> to sink. Um, because that's. That's a uh, that's kind of real whorephobic, and it's not a thing that I. Yeah, uh, Izama gets up uh, and walks to the door and places his hand on Nipperkin's shoulder. Nipperkin, I can trust you, can't I? Of course. I have a feeling that I am going to have to dispense the justice of the source. What is Nipperkin armed with? Um, prob- not a gun. Probably like a. A sword. It doesn't say. It doesn't just, say. I believe he just He had like a sword. Yeah, like a sword or something. He's got a frontier sword, which is a yeah. like a short sword machete thing with like a serrated back edge. Perfect. Uh, so I Ayazama goes out and opens the door and presumably sees uh, these fun-loving folks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's, they make quite a trio. What do you say? Well, it's about time. Yes, yes it is, isn't it? Come in. Saffron, you're going to have to come up with a good story. Your people are worried about you. Hmm. Well, 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 what's the name of the person I was with? I don't remember. Husqvarna. Husqvarna. Husqvarna was nearly beside herself with worry. Not so much about you, though, more about the new responsibilities that she might have were you to not come back. But still, she was worried about you. That's uh, very flattering to learn that she was concerned. Um, now come in before someone sees you. Yes. I, I'm, 
I'm a bit tired for pretense. How are we going to do this? Is this him? This is this is the gentleman. Unbind him. Certainly. Um, Saffron snips the um, zip tie with his scissors. Now, you two saw this man enter, didn't you? We did. And he came here to do violence, did he not? I would say that's the truth. And he struck me, did he not? I punch uh, Aizama in the face. Thank you. <laughs> when you do that, uh, the guy sort of, uh, his eyes widen and he leaps at Ayazama and starts just wailing on him. Uh, oh. Take a harm. Yeah. And then make the I have taken a harm move, which is... Uh, yeah, let me fill that in. Harm. And I'll roll plus me harm. Plus me harm. I roll plus me harm. Yeah. Oh, good. I got a six. So I. Uh, oh, that's actually very good. Give me one second. I need to move this phone. Uh. The MC has gone. The universe is so empty. Um, uh, I think he. We I think he win. We win, right? Yeah. But yeah, we definitely win. Okay. And we kill that guy, and uh, that that other guy who ran off into the verdant uh, got eaten by a rasback and yep. did not survive to tell anyone that we were the ones who broke this dude out of prison. Nope, and it's all cool. Not. It's all yeah. cool. That's that's what I remember happening. <laughs> uh, so I get the GM could still pick something, but hopefully. That was hilarious. My mother was sleeping on her chest, and the cat was sleeping on her back. <laughs> oh, do I still take one harm? Because I have armor. I forgot. I have armor now. Uh, he was punching you in the face. The only person oh, who okay. I would let have armor to the face would be... Uh, well, it's yeah. technically divine armor. That's oh, is true. it divine armor? In that I, case, I am magical. If it's yeah. divine armor, yeah, go for it. All right. Well, I, I, rolled it. I, I failed the roll anyway, but uh, yeah. yeah. So. I give my sermon from behind a face shield. <laughs> That's right. I have a riot shield. <laughs> it's policy for a canteen to wear a Darth Vader helmet whenever they are out in public. We we are the we are the order of the divine policemen's union. <laughs> okay. uh, so I get he leaps at me, uh, and I I step out of the way. Well, I would well, say he gets you, but he like tries to punch you. And you're just sort of moving your head, and he keeps slamming his hand into the concrete. Yeah. I say, well, I get I get hit once from uh, Ozair. Yeah. Uh, and so so I get a nice bruise on my face. Uh, I say, down boy, in a. Um, uh, I I look at Nipperkin, and say, Nipperkin, do you trust me? 
Yes. What well, Nipperkin's in the other room. You told him to stay. Oh, that's in right. I told room. him to stay. Yes, yes, I did. I forgot. No, uh, otherwise, he would have. Uh, otherwise, he would have just swung his sword through the guy as he leapt through the air. Like yes, that's Nipperkin's job. You told him, please do not do your job. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I take out my gun and I shoot the guy. Nice. Uh, yeah, he's jumping on you, and you're like, "Whoop! Oh, no, none of that." Are you? Yep. Um, are you making your lawbringer role, or are you just yes, shooting? Yes, him? I am. Do that, uh, lawbringer. So I roll plus cool. Oh, there's some experience in that. Yep. I reckon. That's seven, eight, nine. All right. So cool. on are a today? it is. Oh, nice. I wasn't sure. I knew I had uh, Alright, on a 7 to 9, they must face the full penalty. Alright. So, that's... Uh, so, just so you know, that doing... Uh, the law is do no violence and no intentional harm. And the penalty for breaking it is execution. So, what do you say as he attacks the canteen? Get him off me. Down. He doesn't do anything when either of you speak. Does Saffron say anything? Uh, Saffron says, Saffron says, stop. And he sort of recoils and pulls back and says, sorry, 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 sorry. On your knees. Uh, he looks to Saffron and then gets on his knees. This is what you wanted, isn't it? I will... And he looks to Saffron and says, Will you release me? Will you, will you send me home? Ayazama steps up behind him and says, In front of these witnesses and in front of all who are holy, you have defiled the sacredness of the source with your actions. And as its keeper, I must now dispense its justice. And yes. Ayazama just... just Pulls out his gun and shoots him in the back of the head. As as you're sa as you're saying this, he says, "Yes, yes, refine me, purify me, make me into the divine element." And Ayazama just shoots him. Mm -hmm. You blow his brains all over the walls. Yep. Um. The 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 goop that comes out of his head. It does not look like the other goop you've seen when executions have been required. It's sort of... There's the grey of the brain matter and the red of the blood, but there's also sort of this black, congealed, goopy jelly substance that comes out with it um, as his head collapses, as his body crumples to the ground. That's not usually there. Um, you sort of see a uh, strange, sort of um, diluted blackish jelly seeping out of his nostrils as he uh, falls down as well. As he's laying there dead. Um, Saffron is going to take a cup of water from the source, because it is, it empties into, like, a basin in this 
in this You'd room. You'd have to get it to a platinum basin, yes. yes. Okay. So Saffron is going to take a cup of water from the source and pour it onto this blackish ichor before it... Is it... Is it, like, just bleeding out of him, or does it look like it's moving? No, it's seeping. Like a, like a plant um, that uh, produces a lot of sap. It's not okay. that. So it's not like it has a will of its own and is moving, it's just... No. It does not have a will of its own. Well, okay. it might have a will of its own, but it does not have locomotion. Yeah. Alright, yeah, in that case, yeah, Saffron is going to take a cup of water from the source and just kind of wash it away if, if he can. As you pour it on, it sort of froths and sizzles, uh, like, uh, and sort of has the look of like a ferromagnetic fluid, sort of prickling up. Whatever that is, it is unclean and unholy. And it was inside him. And as it sort of melts away, you can you you can all smell the faint odor of, uh, it's almost like maple syrup, uh, and and sulfur. I believe we did this man a favor. I would imagine Nipper Kid comes running in when he hears the gunshots. Um, he probably wouldn't come running in because you told him that you had to dispense justice. He would oh, open yes, the I door did. and see what you were, that what you had done. Uh, so I, the yeah, I look way. up at Nipper Kid, you know, bloody nose, and this man attacked me, and you know the penalty for bringing violence to the source, do you not? Of course. I only wish you had let me into the room so that I could have... And he sort of looks at you knowingly, witnessed your divine judgment. Should well, we burn this body? First, uh, I need to... Well, you could do with it as you wish. I need to make an account in the official logs of justice being dispensed. Um, what move would I have to make in order to disfigure his face in such a way that no one knows who this man actually is? Well, I did just remove it. I want yeah. to know how much is left and if someone can tell if he is the prisoner. That is what, what I want kind to of, What kind of footwear do you have, Jose? Boots. Like big, heavy boots? Yeah. Like workman's boots? Yes. These Tell boots me, were made for kicking someone's face in. Do you know how to do a little dance called the stomp? Yes. Yeah, she is well-versed in the curb stomp. Get on um, it. She, without glee, remorse, or any emotion, stomps on this man's head. It takes a few steps, but very quickly uh, you have reduced his head to nothing. And this thick, tarry uh, flesh and bone mash you've just made is stuck to your boots and has caked the soles. The very worn down soles that have probably been like replaced with old, tar uh, old car tread, but... Uh, I look kind of 
I kind of look over him to make sure there's no kind of marks or anything that would in any way, you know, someone would be like, ah, I remember we stripped him bare and there was this mark on his left butt cheek. That is the... It's kind of strange, actually, but you do still see on his chest, uh, Saffron notices this, um... To you, uh, Ozer, it sort of just looks like he's got dirt on him, like some kind of old paint or something. Uh, but uh, it stands out to Saffron. He's still got that sort of faded, half um, sl- uh, smudged uh, yellow uh, marking on his chest that was sort of like, uh, it was almost like somebody took like a yellow pigment dust and rubbed it onto into his chest rather than a, being a paint or something. It's mm-hmm. like that. But it's still there. Like, it it shouldn't... It should have worn off after a week. But it's still there on his Saffron. chest. It should have worn off after, like, tr- jumping into the water. Still there. He's got, a, he's got a mark on him. Do you think you can get rid of that in some way? You couldn't have done this outside, Ayazama says, looking at the huge puddle of blood and gore on the floor. <sighs> it's alright, I have a <clears throat> Um, I look at Saffron and I say, get rid of this. Ayazama. I'm bending my hold. Oh, you're spending the hold. Do you want to do that, Brandon? If you do it, you get an experience. Ryan, you mean? Ryan, fuck you. (laughs) Does Saffron do this thing, Ryan, and get an experience? To get rid of the body? I believe it's Um, to get rid of the marking. To get rid of the marking. Which, I'm not sure how Saffron will choose to do it. You could get rid of the whole body. Ozair just wants... There to be no linking, like, that this man was the man in the prison. The uh, the water from the source seemed to have an adverse effect to whatever that thing was in his head, so maybe it'll work on this marking, too. Alright. Good. I'm so, going to wash off my boots, and I leave. Saffron takes like a handful of water and and uh, pours it over over the marking on the guy's chest and begins to like try to rub the the sulfur or whatever it is the pigment out. As you're rubbing at it like furiously trying to get his chest clean and nothing has happened like you're just sort of like rubbing his skin off and nothing is like the you can still see that yellow stain there. Roll me uh, weird. So oh, roll plus weird. Spot. All right. Uh, Ayazama, as this is happening, yes. you realize, because there's only one bedroom, um, yep. that your... Uh, that Li- Liza? Lissa? Lissa. Yeah. Lissa is laying in this room on the far side, uh, facing away from you, clearly facing the wall, pretending to be asleep. There is no way she is asleep, but she's just staring at the wall through her closed eyelids. Uh, Ayazama walks over to her and crouches next to her and puts his arm on her shoulder. Lissa, my apprentice, 
continues to pretend to be asleep. You don't have to pretend, child. There was just a gunshot. You're not still asleep. What can I do for you, Kenty? What did you see? Or hear? I saw the person come in, and then they... Then those two put they attacked you, and then you killed one of them. Who did you see attack me? I saw a stranger and someone else attack you. The only one who attacked me was the man who is lying there now. That is why I needed to dispense justice. He attacked you. Yes, you saw him. I did see him attack you. Did anyone else attack me? Um, no. Oh, no one else attacked me. Uh, I am going to make a move here. Uh, manipulate, seduce. Yeah, I guess it would be seduce yeah. or manipulate. Yeah. I got uh, a five, by the way. Oh, nice! Uh, oh. Right, that's plus zero. I hope Seven. we're ready for, I hope we're right, ready that's for Ryan's Lady Macbeth impersonation. Mm. Alright, so I mark XP. So I got an eight on Seducer Manipulates. So, uh, on a seven to nine, they'll go along with you, but they need some concrete assurances, uh, corroboration, or evidence first. So what are you going to give them? Um... You could reassure them that this is the right thing to do, and then if you do that, you might be able to use one of your canteen moves. Um, uh, or I you, can, I think one of the water bearer moves might help you. Um, or you could, uh, you know, get Ozer to repeat the events and get um, Nipikin to repeat the events. Um, or something else, if you can think of something else to do. Uh, before, before I threaten her, I would like to reassure her and say, Lissa, this was the right course of action. Not only did this man attack me tonight, but he attacked Saffron on his boat a few nights ago and nearly took my life there. And we spared him then. But somehow he managed to get back here. And now... <laughs> yeah. Somehow, this is not an idiot. Like she it's knows, a mystery! She, she hey, can hey. infer how he got here. I didn't see that part happen. I don't know what you're talking about. That's true. She has no proof. Yep. Um, it's an airtight case you've built. <laughs> yep. We did the right thing. And one day, when you're canteen, you will understand. Oh, when I'm canteen? She sort of looks down. Um, there is no one who I would trust more to carry on this important position in our community than one who is as Babylon smart. Is asleep. <laughs> well, Babylon's like my peer. 
She's not going to be... Yeah. Uh, there is no one I trust more to carry on this position than someone who is as intelligent and as faithful as you are. And when you become Canteen, you will understand the weight that falls on you when you have to make decisions like this. If we spare some when, when meting out our justice, we must spare all, and then the justice has no point. Justice, as, as is written in one of the earliest books of the canteens, justice has had its eyes gouged out by an angry Razback. I understand. Good. Now, sleep. I shall start cleaning up. Right. So out. out I, I, I give her a pat on the shoulder, like a, a comforting, yeah. not 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 um, not that creepy, but like a comforting, reassuring pat on her shoulder. All right. Brilliant. So, Saffron, mm -hmm. you are scrubbing at this gentleman's chest. Uh, and as you're scrubbing, you feel the flesh turn to stone uh, and the yellowness on his chest stands out to you as the holy element. His chest is like got ribbons of sulfur running through it. Um, and it's sort of joins up as it fades into view into this strange, fractal, angular, hyper-geometry-looking thing that's, like, folding in on itself and moving and folding in motion without actually moving. Uh, like, it's clearly static and clearly moving at the same time. Uh, and you're sort of rubbing at it and trying to scrub it out, and as you're scrub trying to scrub it out, you see your hands start to stain yellow. And go. <sighs> Uh, what, what the, what's, what's going on? No, no, come on, no, no, uh, can't. You, you guys can all see Saffron losing their shit. Ozair <clears throat> um, left. That's true, Ozair just bailed. Doing my, I'm doing my part. It it won't it won't come off. It 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 won't it it's God, why won't it come off? Uh Ayazama says Nipperkin. Ah, wait, my mic was muted, I'm sorry. Why won't what come off? It's it's it stained me. It's it won't it won't come off. Ayazama goes over to Saffron and grabs his like forearm and flips his hand over. Is there anything there? No. His hands are pretty clean, all things considered. A little red, uh, but that's probably from friction. Right. Uh, uh, Ayazama slaps him. Ceremony. <laughs> yeah, do a ceremony. Well, it takes a little bit longer. Uh, <laughs> you backhand him. Yeah. No, I, fr I fronthand him. Take him to school, Archie. <laughs> Uh, 
Calm down. We did this, Canteen. We're marked. Now and forever. We are not marked by whatever it is that you think we are. We are servants of the source. And the source cleans and purifies. Uh, I guess I will lead him in true ceremony. Uh, maybe <laughs> and I'll place that hand on his forehead and, and yes. do some faith healing. Uh, <laughs> uh, that is an eight. Uh, oh, and I level up. Uh, so on a seven to nine, choose one. Uh, anyone distraught is calmed. <laughs> that seems to uh, that seems to be a good one. What do you say? So, uh, Ayazama uh, grabs the the little bolt, the ceremonial bowl they use, and dips it into the basin, uh, and comes and kneels in front of Saffron and pours a little bit of the water on top uh, on the palms of uh, you know on his hands and then over his head. Hush! Let the water of the source flow over you and take your worries and your sins and all your troubles with it. Be like the river. Flow. And be calm. Yes. Thank, thank you, Canteen. Thank you. Um, Saffron looks back down at his hands. Are they still stained yellow? Not at all. Definitely. See? The source provides for all. It's uh, whenever your when you're looking directly at your hands, they look clean. When you look away to anything else in the corner of your eye, if you can see your hands, they look filthy and yellow. Hmm. Is how I would describe it. They, okay. they are completely clean and definitely not. So, so I have this sort of this compulsion to check my hands now. Hmm. Um, I mean, that'll probably fade in a you know as yeah. Like a couple of hours or whatever, but it's like you can't sort of believe that your hands are clean. All right, um, I, I think uh, Ayazama has comforted me enough that I'm, you know, stable enough to leave. Um, this mark is—is is it still standing out on his chest or? Uh, no, you have uh, actually sort of rubbed his skin raw. It looks like he was dragged down a road. You get that experience because you attempted it regardless of uh, whether you failed or not. But you didn't fail, so. Well, I mean, he he succeeded. The mark's gone. Yeah, it's, it's just, just me. I'm just clarifying <laughs> the move. Because it doesn't say, it just says if they do it. It doesn't say if they succeed at doing yeah. it. Yeah. Gotcha. If they do it. Indeed. So. Canteen, I've had a very long night. I think I'm going to retire. If anyone needs to make inquiries about what just happened here, uh, please refer them to the riverboat. I will, I will be there. As you Have a good walk night. to the door, Nippikin stops you from walking out and says, 
The sun has risen. Parishioners will be gathering out the front. And there is a corpse in our place of worship. <sighs> well, it's not the first time. Nippikin, drag him into the bedroom. Uh, I, I take all the mats... Uh, and lay them. I, 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 we have a mop, so I mm. quickly mop up the uh, the most uh, the, the largest puddles of blood, and then I just lay. We had. I said we had like eel skin or seaweed yeah, mats or something. Pray. Yeah, I just lay them all over the the blood stains. Yeah. If Zaire um, had decided to go dancing on this man's skull, it wouldn't be quite a problem, but. I mean, well, you could also you could also do a sermon outside. It is not unheard of for the canteen to do that. I'll do that too, but uh, yeah. just in case. I mean, case. when you when you like you killed him basically in the entryway. So, like, I mean, not like yeah. right in the doorway, but like the yeah. minute that door opens, if the body was there, everyone would see. Right. Uh, so, Saffron, <coughs> perhaps you should stay here until services are over. Fine. You can sleep over there. <clears throat> Thank uh, you. Kindly. Go climb in bed with Babylon. Do it. I think Babylon's up by now. I mean, there was the gunshot, and then Nifrikin dragging in the corpse. Don't mind me, Babylon. And been a, it's been a busy work. morning. <laughs> It has. You have yes. all gotten none or negligible <laughs> sleep. Yes. So Ayazama takes his, uh, you know, takes what he needs to perform a service outside uh, and walks out. And my friends, my children, we shall celebrate the day after our uh, our community coming together by holding a sermon in the great outdoors. Oh, some of the people are like that's. Oh, it's so such novel. a nice day. Let's have class outside. Yeah, let's have class outside. <clears throat> yeah, uh, and so has that ever I, worked for anyone ever? I don't know. Can I lead a group? Can I once again lead a group in true ceremony? Go for it. All right, I'm gonna lead them in true ceremony. I'm gonna clear out that, and I'll get XP this time. Oh, of course, eleven. Uh, so I choose two. Um. So if Saffron wants to listen, they could help too. But uh, Saffron's I kind of a captive yes. audience, though. Yeah. Uh, is is anyone here? Uh, I will ask you, GM. Is anyone here sick? Did any sick people come today? Sure. Why not? All right. So I will do. Anyone sick is healed. Uh, maybe even if it's just a hangover. Um, and the source speaks to me. Oh, okay. So what so is your I, sermon about? Uh, since, it's, since it's right after our community day, uh, it's about uh, how, how wonderful our community is and all the things that we can accomplish when we work together in harmony. Alright. And then I go around, and if anyone is sick, I like pour some of the source water over their head and you know place my hand and say a little blessing, and then they get better. 
as you're pouring the sauce water over um, a young uh, child who seems to have some kind of rash growing on their neck, uh, you see uh, a vision of uh, a bunch of streams emptying in to a lake and then the lake uh, emptying down uh, through uh, a cliffside over a waterfall and turning into this rapid raging river and then the river rolling down this empty barren canyon and where the waves are rolling and crashing you swear you can see like armed fighting figures in this water charging forward as the water and then up ahead there are these uh, jagged uh, rocks uh, that are at the base of a, a sort of a massive canyon wall or something that is blocking the canyon uh, and it's this large powerful uh, yellow wall uh, and as uh, your stream rushes forward and it crashes into it the wall is just eroded away uh, and the water continues on flowing and then you are awoken from this vision with everyone <sighs> gathering around you and you can see the rash on the girl's uh, neck just flaking away like leaves off an autumn tree and everyone oh. is like shocked around you and is shouting like, "Praise be to the canteen!" Uh, I I simply I simply smile and uh, I place my hand on the girl again and say, "Go in peace with the source," and move he on is to the next. Divine. The source <laughs> I, speaks through him. I am not the Messiah. Only the Messiah would deny being the Messiah. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I go through, and if, and if anyone else is sick, I you know I do the same thing for them. He is a golden god. <laughs> I think I know what my next move is going to be. Golden god? Is that a move? No, no, but I might get myself some followers. Do it. Hi, Sparrow. Yeah, basically. Uh, he carries one shoe. I will carry one shoe like him. <laughs> All right, all right. I am the Messiah. He admits it. Do not worship me as a god. Only yeah. a god would say this. Worship me as the only god. Guys, Space Marine Legions can't have psychers. Yeah, but like, what if we did anyway? <laughs> uh, so, um. I think that's probably an alright place to call it, uh, the run, unless there's anything else someone want to do. Jose, where are you going when you leave? Do you just go back to your room? Nope. Dirty flat lever. Nope. Jose goes to the edge of the dam, mm -hmm. looks and down... to their death. No. Looks down into the lake, kind of climbs up, tosses her boots in the water, and starts thinking about um, her real mother, and disappears.
five, six, seven, eight, nine. So um, I disappear. You weird. Yes, and I disappear. Shall you, and shall you reappear at the beginning of next run? Or? Yes, I emerge an hour later, healed of all of my harm. Uh, ah. Mm, mm, good. And just so, just so I can say this right at the end, I advance yet again. <laughs> I advance too. Thank you, Jacob. It's like Jacob's here with us. <laughs> I know. He's I, here I, uh, in my heart. He's here in spirit. <laughs> um, so, the I think everyone got an, at least one advance this run. Yes. Uh, so let's do the end of session. Um, who do yeah? Who do people feel knows their characters better? All right, beard order. Beard order. So Alex. Beard order. Uh, I think. Uh, Saffron knows me better. Alright. I will increase our history. Uh, I would say that Ozair knows me better. And Ozair? You could really Same. go either way. So, so Saffron knows you better? Yes, uh, Saffron yeah. knows me better. Wonderful. Wunderbar. Advance some folks' history. Yep. Okay. Get that sweet and that hits. should do it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll see what next run ends up being. We've we 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 reached a good. natural endpoint a lot earlier than is normally expected, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. Uh, till next week. Um, farewell from the past. I'm Raymond. <laughs>